Hello friends, this is Michael from Hannigan Media and I am in the office of Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hill House. How are you doing today, Sheriff? Doing great. How are you, Mike? I am cold is what Jesus. I am. I am cold. Uh, I know a lot of people will say that it's Christmas. It's supposed to be cold. That's not why I moved to Texas. <laughs> I moved to Texas because I don't like the cold. Uh, but this is the first time uh, we've gotten together for two weeks. Yes, uh, you were a part of the um, hiring process, the interview process for the Athens police chief process. Yes, that was pretty cool. It really was. It really was. I was glad to be a part of that. All right. So, but we got a lot to cover. So we got two weeks worth of stuff to cover here at the sheriff's office. Let's start with the stats. Yes, sir. Since we met last, uh, the jail's booked in 159 individuals 50 females 109 males our average so far this year is still climbing uh our average is 375 there's 456 today in uh in the jail and 162 of those are out of county or contract inmates okay and so we've talked about this before the beginning of the year our averages were low um, it was funny that COVID kept everybody off. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, but as the uh, as the criminal element got used to COVID, they came back out. Yes, sir. And so our averages have been climbing all year long. Uh, also higher because we've had more um, out, of out of county camp. inmates this year in the jail than at any time ever. Yes, yes, we've a lot of that's Orange County. Yes, Orange County is still here. We're thinking they're going to be here a couple more weeks. And, but that, on top of that, you've also added the marshals this year the marshals. and the ice yes. this year. Yes. And so those have also added to, to the numbers in the back. Uh, while we're talking about the back, and I say it like that. I don't know if it's actually the back. It is the back. Okay. It's like <laughs> I, I kind of picked that up from you when we talk about the jail. We say, in the back. So uh, in the jail. Um, we've been dealing with 2020 just like everybody else all along, and you've gotten your first COVID positive in the jail uh, just this week. Yes, we did. Um, last week, the nursing staff was dealing with an inmate and, and felt like uh, he may have... Uh, been positive for COVID. So last week, at the end of last week, we sent him to the hospital, got a test. We got our test results back yesterday on Tuesday, and he is positive. Um, he's doing fine. We've got him moved up in the jail into a negative pressure cell. Um, the officers are the only ones that are going to have contact with him along with medical staff. And uh, the dormitory that he was in, there was uh, seven other uh, inmates in the dorm. They're on day six of their quarantine. Um, that dorm is locked down. No one's coming in or out of it. And uh, officers are the only ones dealing with those inmates. And when I say that, I mean, we've got trustees that usually feed and all that, but we're changing protocols on that right now when dealing with those inmates. And uh, But they don't have any signs or symptoms and it's day six. So uh, we're just hoping for the best, but we, we do have our first positive case as far as an inmate in the jail. It's kind of amazing to me. We've been doing this since March. Yes. And you've managed to go this long in the jail without it. Now, talk about the ultimate population that you have controlled, <laughs> the controlled population. 
Um, but talk about some of the things you guys have done to keep COVID out of the jail. <clears throat> yes, everybody that comes in is screened, uh, whether it's an officer or an inmate. Um, we've been doing that since day one. We've still got the cleaning crews going around. They're cleaning the entire jail twice a day. Um, the inmates that were outside trustees, they're no longer able to go outside and work, so we've got them inside just cleaning the facility. Um, they start on one end of the jail, and they do that by the time they clean it, it'll, they'll get two cleanings out throughout the day. Um, we do our best to when inmates come in to try to quarantine them um, when they're new inmates from the general population. But when we've got a jail that holds 509, and this last week we've been our po our population's been in the 470s, kind of makes things a little difficult. But uh, we're doing the best we can. And uh, to be honest with you. Uh, all this started back in March and in December to have your first case. I mean, we, we've really been blessed and uh, been lucky, to be honest with you. Well, and you've changed a lot of what's going on. I mean, a lot of the hearings that you would normally take people over to the, to the courthouse and bring them back and a lot of the things that, that have been going on with their lawyers and all yes. that, you've turned into Zoom sessions yes we've got uh we've now got a zoom session uh, a room for zoom for uh, mental health uh, and attorney visits we've got another room that we've set up that's basically a courtroom now to do the zoom sessions for with the courtrooms so we're not having to transport nowhere near as many inmates as we were which is, is ultimately helped us out not only is that keeping COVID down, but that's got to do a lot just for security. You're not yes. moving people. There's, there's got to be a lot of benefits to that. Yes, and that's, that's one thing. You know, I've talked to the county judge about. It. I've talked to the other judges, and uh, we 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 were forced to use technology, but it has turned into be a good thing. And and even when COVID, uh, of course, COVID's going to be around forever. But uh, even when it ramps down. We're going to keep those policies in place. It's just safer for everybody, safer for yeah. us, safer for the citizens. Yeah, COVID will be around, but hopefully the pandemic will end someday. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> so when the pandemic is over, a lot of this will still be in place because yes. it's just a great way to do it. I mean, it's helpful to you. Uh, fewer deputies, more less people doing transport. If there's less people doing transport, that means there's more people out doing other stuff. Yes, sir. And that's really just a, a great thing for everybody. All right, uh, let's move on because we want to key in on uh, something we don't talk about a lot uh, on the podcast. Um, just because, number one, drugs seem to just overwhelm everything. Um, but you had a couple of, uh, let's start with the one at the storage building. Um, there was a really good arrest at the storage building here on the loop. Yes, on December the 5th. <clears throat> Excuse me. On December the 5th, we received a call of a suspicious person uh, at the storage buildings off the loop here outside of Athens. Deputies went. They went into the storage facility. Um, they searched around, didn't see anybody, didn't see the suspicious person. And then they started uh, walking the perimeter, saw the fence had been cut, and actually saw a few uh, pieces of property on the ground. Um, so then they called in more deputies to come to the scene did a search of the area and uh, was able to locate a car that didn't belong. Um, we impounded that vehicle and then they ultimately were able to locate uh, two suspects, one early, early that morning and one later uh, about, you know, in midday. And uh, 
so through the investigation, we learned that these two individuals that were ultimately arrested and brought to Henderson County Jail, they had broke into 11 storage uh, buildings out there at the facility. And we were, I mean, this is great when we were able to contact all the people that uh, had their stuff stored there and all the property was delivered back. Um, so nothing got away and we got the suspects and, and so they'll be facing prosecution for 11 counts of burglary of a building. And, and basically caught them in the act. Yes. Which yes. is a great thing. Um, you also had a big case or up in Gun Barrel where you were able to um, recover some property. Yes. Uh, our investigator, Tell Walker, who uh, is... He works for us, but he is a member of the East Texas Auto Theft Task Force. He really received some information about a residence over in the Gun Barrel City area. Um, he went there, um, saw some stuff that he believed to be stolen, uh, was able to get Judge Scott McKee issued a search warrant for the property, and he conducted the investigation, and we actually, uh, Investigator Walker was able to recover a, uh, a log splitter, uh, the tr a trailer, a welder, and also a 2005 uh, vehicle that had all been reported stolen. So uh, I know, like you said earlier, we're always talking about drugs, 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 um, and drugs are, are a major issue, but it's always nice to be able to get somebody's stolen property back, and, uh, you know, we take these crimes very seriously also. Yeah, and, I, and we've talked about this before. A lot of times if you take some of these crimes and you draw it back, it's because it comes back it comes to back somebody to drugs. with a drug problem yes. or whatever. But it's always good to be able to return people's property. Um, and it's and it's a lot of the time these type of cases, um, they don't get the big headlines yes. of a violent crime or a big drug bust, but these are vitally important to the community. Yes, 100%. All right, so it's Christmas. Yes, sir. Lots of people have a lot of stuff. And um, what are some tips? What, what things do you think that the public should be watching right now or doing right now to try and better protect their property. I mean, the best thing is just make sure your stuff is locked up. I mean, you got to make sure your your doors are locked, your vehicles are locked. Um, which I mean, it's something we should be doing all the time. But I, I myself still, you know, forget from time to time. So uh, you got to make sure your stuff's locked up. If you see somebody wandering around, please call the sheriff's office. There are people out there right now that, uh, you know are looking to, to steal things. And uh, unfortunately, they're looking to steal things to either use them as Christmas gifts or to sell them and try to make money. Um, another big thing we really need to watch on, and it's been going on all year, but it gets worse around this time every year, is packages being delivered and being dropped off on your doorsteps or at your mailbox. Uh, you know, try to have, if you've got a package coming, try to have somebody home. Uh, to be able to pick up that package and bring it on inside and lock it up because people are steadily doing mail thefts and, and looking for packages to be dropped off. Right, because now, I mean, I know it, it's like in my house, it seems like there's an Amazon package every second day. Mine too. Um, and so, yeah, we get, that's a new thing over the last few years, but it's a real opportunity for Oh, yeah, I mean, all they got to do is drive down the road and they see a package sitting on a, 
sitting up on a porch beside a door. I mean, they stop, go grab the box. It doesn't matter what it is, grab it and move on. And unless you have camera cameras, systems, you're not, you're not gonna that's going to be really difficult to, to try and catch someone. Yes, and unfortunately, a lot of people, they don't even know if it was. I mean, granted, there's tracking systems in the, the mail carriers or UPS carriers or FedEx, whoever it is, can say, yes, we dropped it off. But uh, a lot of people just would write a lot of that off and just think, well, well I never got it. You know? Right. So a lot of the times, these are all crimes of opportunity, aren't they? Yes. Uh, would you talk about that for just a second? What do we mean when we say a crime of opportunity? I mean, there may not necessarily be in the area looking for looking to do a, a crime, but if they're driving down or walking down the street and they look over and there's a box just sitting there out in the open, um, they just decide to pick it up right then, not not thinking they were going to do that at the particular moment, but then it, the opportunity presented itself, so they uh, went ahead and grabbed the box and moved on down the road. And uh, and then, of course, you do. We did, I mean, we've talked earlier throughout the year in the podcast about there are criminal organizations and and the criminal element that are out there just looking for boxes too so yeah so the both of those i know another one is with the unlocked cars a lot of times that's a yes that's a a crime of opportunity where they'll just go around and pop the handle until they get one that's open and then take whatever they can out of the car yeah they're trying not to do damage or trying not to be there long uh, so they don't really want to be there trying to unlock the door or bust the window to get in the door. If it's unlocked, it just makes it easier. They can be in and out quickly, and uh, they're trying not to get caught, basically. And they're just trying to find whatever's in the car. It doesn't matter. They're just looking. They're just looking. All right. And so a lot of this property um, theft, the best thing that uh, residents can do is try to eliminate the opportunity. Yes. Make sure to bring the packages in. Make sure to lock the door. Make sure to lock your car. Limit the opportunities that the criminal element have to be able to take advantage of you. Yes. Another thing, I mean, we've been very successful is a lot of folks have uh, security cameras, uh, motion detected lights, uh, you know, uh, have your vehicles parked to where if somebody walks up, a light comes on. Um, criminals don't don't want to be seen sure. so just any little thing like that that can help us yeah lights will be a big help yes yeah the criminal element do not like lights yes um all right well that's great information now one of the other things is obviously i know if 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 someone uh has something stolen they're going to call but the other thing is if you have any tips if you have any um information to give the sheriff's office or you know you see people walking around suspiciously around the neighborhood things like that I know you want them to call and contact you yes please call us at 903-675-5128 or you can send a message to uh, my Facebook page to get information to me if if you see something actively going on please call the 903-675-5128 that way you can get immediate help but if you're just trying to get a message to us uh, and information to us, please use the uh, Henderson County Facebook page. You'll be talking directly to me. Send me a private message on it. Or you can always contact Henderson County Crime Stoppers at 1-800-545-TIPS. But please, if you see something suspicious, reach out to law enforcement. Reach out to us because, uh, I mean, that's how the burglary was solved this weekend. I mean, they, say they received a suspicious person call. We went out there. Uh, no one was there. Of course, they were out in the woods, but uh, 
you know, we just went there, started checking perimeters, and it led to an arrest and got everybody's stuff back. So it truly does help. And there you go. That Everybody got their stuff back because someone called yes. in a tip. And that's why this is so vitally important. And we also want to highlight again, um, you know, it's funny because we, we have those moments where everybody, social media is in the news. You know, people hate this one. They hate that one. They hate this. They hate that. But I get that. In Henderson County, Facebook is the king. Yes. And you do a lot of business through your Facebook yes, page. Sir. And I know that you are always, you know, they might not get an immediate response, but I know within a day oh, that yeah, you're there good. talking to them. Yes, sir. So, all right. Well, hey, thank you very much for giving us the time uh, this week, Sheriff. Um, it's always great for everybody to get a chance to look inside our sheriff's office, see what's going on. We appreciate uh, the opportunity to do that, and we will see you next week. Thank you, Mike.